The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So we have a few minutes for more questions or comments. Um, anything that you're noticing that you'd just like to share with the group or questions about the practice. Just a few minutes for this. Sometimes you might have a question and not have the courage to ask it. Um, It might help to think about offering the question as a gift to the group. If you have the question, somebody else probably does too. I just find myself embarrassed by how hard it is to remember. (laughs) You're not alone. (laughs) Made me think I could share that. Yeah, yeah. It is. uh, It is um, amazing, actually, just how much the habit of our mind goes to non-awareness, non-mindfulness. So it is. it's humbling. It's humbling. And to be, be uh, kind with yourself about that. The, the, a key moment in this practice is that moment when you remember that you've forgotten. That moment of coming back into mindfulness. That moment is a moment of mindfulness already. And often we do have a contentious relationship with that moment. The sense of, oh, I should be able to do better than this. Mine was wandering again, you know. So we do often have that kind of contentious relationship with that moment. See if there might be, well, first of all, if that contentious relationship is there, just notice that, oh, aversion. (laughs) Aversion to the absence of mindfulness. That's what's happened. And in that moment, you're already aware. So again, just check into the landscape of what's happened now, what's happening now. And see if you can bring in Uh, I was talking before about bringing in some wisdom to the practice. I I suggested, you know, it's impermanent or this is not me. Well, just reminding yourself, this is natural. Of course the mind wanders. Of course. So that you can normalize it for yourself a little bit. You know, it's natural that that happens. And that can bring a, a little bit of kindness to the system around that. Yeah, Pauline. What might be a useful reflective question to ask when you bump up, when I bump up against fear is, you know, aversion to the continual noticing that there's an anxiety or fear and then wanting to escape it. Okay, so there's fear and then knowing you, there's the wanting to escape. Uh, So both of those are great. Um, And in the noticing that you want to escape... um, 
just just knowing that piece, oh, there's fear and there's a whoo. <laughs> you kind of um, sometimes can feel like, get me out of here. <laughs> um, so just what is that experience? And then some questions. Uh, I, I will repeat some of the things I suggested before. How is this experience impacting the body? You could, you could just drop that question in. And you don't have to try to figure it out, but just dropping that question in sometimes can allow the mind to settle into the experience in the body as opposed to being ruled or um, driven by the fear or the anxiety or the aversion to it itself. That sometimes when we check in, how is this, how is this landing in the body? The mind can relax a little bit about it. Um, the question, uh, a little more detail on the second question I offered, I think it was the second question, what purpose is this serving? Um, you know, sometimes when we check into what purpose it's serving, I mean, the, the get me out of here, um, you know, it might be that, that there's unwholesome kind of tendencies or unskillful kind of tendencies around that, but there could also be uh, the purpose that it may be serving is make me safe. You make me feel safe. And so just to acknowledge, oh, wanting to feel safe, that's the purpose of this. Wanting to feel safe is actually uh, related to the quality of self-love. And so if we can connect into that, the, the, the core feeling of, may I feel safe? That's actually a wholesome wish, but what often happens with that wish is it gets turned to, I want to be safe and it's not possible, or I want to be safe and how can I make sure that's going to happen? So it's, it's kind of you know, checking in and beginning to drop underneath that reactivity around the wish to feel safe. So what purpose is this serving can sometimes take us to some of the deeper underlying uh, motivations behind our reactions. And sometimes they point us to something beautiful, a vulnerability, an open-heartedness, a wish to be happy, a wish to be safe. So to, um, that's, that's a second question to check in. And if it feels like you're getting um, sucked in in this whole exploration, it feels like it's getting worse, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's a get-me-out-of-there feeling, and just feeling that get-me-out-of-there feeling makes me want to get out of here even more. So it's kind of a feedback loop. That may be a time to uh, turn your attention away from the feeling itself. It, it can be skillful at times to not pay attention to what's obvious if that paying attention to what's obvious is actually spiraling you into the rabbit hole or the quicksand of that. So turning to something kind of neutral, opening your eyes and just looking at the neutrality of the carpet or feeling the sensations of your butt on the chair or cushion or bench. Just ground yourself. um, Just noticing, uh, turning your attention to something more neutral in that situation. That's perfect, actually. I skipped the step of what purpose uh, this might be serving and moved to... um, the safety of loving kindness. Uh-huh. And I realized when you said what purpose that that inquiry is is actually um, really good for my mind. Yeah. And and I and that's incredibly helpful to check in there. Check in right. there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. 
Um, so we'll um, move into a period for eating. And um, we don't practice eating meditation, we practice awareness while eating. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, What's, what's obvious? Am I aware? What am I aware of? In, in eating, there's a lot that can be obvious. You know, there's our, uh, the sensations of the, of the experience of eating, the taste. There's all six senses are engaged, all the five physical senses in our mind, you know, about what we like, what we don't like, what we want more of, what we want less of. That's all present, just kind of naturally happening. So again, it's like, what's obvious? What's obvious right now? Sometimes what's obvious is boredom or wanting something to do. I I see this as a a habit for myself. When I sit down to eat, sometimes the mind reaches for a book. And it's like, oh, you know, the mind feels somehow like this is not important enough to pay attention to, that I need to be edifying my mind with some, you know, reading of some kind. Uh, so, you know, just noticing that. Sometimes I do reach for the book. Sometimes I reach, I notice that urge and recognize, well, you know, I can just be with this now. Or sometimes I recognize, okay, I'm going to do that consciously. I'm going to choose to read and be mindful while reading. So there's a lot to notice in, in our bodies and minds in eating. So there, um, some of you here I know know where the tables are, so if you could help to get the table set up and the chairs set up um, for the meal. And we'll have an hour for lunch, so we'll be back at 1.30. Um, if you have questions about where to get a meal, if you didn't bring a meal, come and check in with me. I'll let you know some places. So enjoy your lunch.